Hello and welcome to Season Saviors, Episode 16. I'm Ian Whitfield, joined here once again by Shane Riley. Shane, how are you? You know, I'm doing okay, Ian. Uh, unfortunately, I'm in the last place game in our fantasy league. Uh, you lost. So, I mean, hasn't been the greatest two weeks for us, but uh, obviously we got to finish out the season strong because that's how you want to end it. So, we'll just continue from where we are right now and keep moving forward. Yeah, so I'm we're going to jump right into our um, stardoms for the week. I'm going to start us off with uh, Nick Chubb is one of our starts. He's having a great rookie season as uh, n- the new Browns feature back after Carlos Hyde got traded to Jacksonville and is now irrelevant, uh, unfortunately for him. But um, this week they play the Bengals, who have, have given up the second most total yards per game to running backs and the third most total fantasy points per game also. Not only that, they've allowed the third most rushing TDs to running backs as well, or just their third rushing uh, TDs in total. Uh, They're tied with the Bills and Browns for third in that category. So I really like Nick Chubb this week, a guy that's obviously a workhorse back in Cleveland. He's got Baker Mayfield to keep defenses honest. So Nick Chubb this week I think is a quality play and in a lot of leagues has high or low-end running back one potential. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, He's been pretty solid all year ever since he got the starting job. Uh, from Carlos Hyde in, in Cleveland, and uh, I definitely could see him going uh, north of 20 points against a team that has really lacked uh, any rush r- run help, especially which is really surprising because the guys like you know Atkins, I don't know if he's hurt or not. But getting into my first guy, I have uh, Doug Baldwin of the Seattle Seahawks um, going up against going up against a Kansas City team that's been pretty average against. Uh, receivers this year in fantasy, but they have given up six touchdowns to receivers over the last four games. Uh, you saw that that they lost Thursday night to the Chargers last week. Mike Mike Williams absolutely went off in that game, and their their secondary was uh, breaking down all the time, uh, not consistent at all. Guys like uh, Kendall Fuller and some of the other guys they have on that team have uh, not stepped up so far this year. As you can see, Kansas City's been in a lot of shootouts. Uh, Doug Baldwin catching uh, a touchdown in each of his last three games. He actually had two last week. Uh, so it's it's he's obviously getting the ball, especially since he's not going up against the number one corner because Tyler Lockett is actually the number one receiver, so he's more playing the role of the, the number two there in Seattle. And Danger Russ has really been on a hot streak right now in Seattle, so I expect it to, to keep rolling. Yeah, the Seattle Seahawks are making a nice little push here uh, heading into the playoffs. So I do like them. They were a sleeper team I've talked about with numerous people. So it'll be interesting to see how they do in the uh, playoff. So getting into my second guy, uh, I have Mitch Trubisky, quarterback for the Chicago Bears. He struggled in the past couple weeks. He's had a pretty good overall season, I would say, for the most part, um, in his second in his sophomore season now. But Trubisky struggled against the Rams, as I'm sure many of you saw on primetime. Uh, him and, uh, what's his name, Jared Goff just... We're trying to trade off the, the loss, trying to almost give the game away for their team, but uh, worked out for the Bears. Um, he had a tough time versus L.A., but now he goes up against the 49ers, who have allowed the 30 passing touchdowns through the air, which is the second highest in the league. So there's a lot of touchdown upside there. So Trubisky has a good matchup this week. Um, healthy weapons, a lot of weapons, uh, plentiful. The 49ers have really nothing to play for and kind of looking for draft picks at this point. The Bears, I think, are going to come out with some fire and with a new updated um, passing scheme maybe a little bit here as they struggled so much against the Rams in the past weeks. So uh, give me some Trubisky this week. I think he has a lot of upside. Yeah, he did struggle against the Rams, but uh, I'm, I'm sure he'll have a real uh, – I'm sure he'll do just fine this week because uh, that offense has actually got a good amount of weapons, especially Tariq Cohen and Jordan Howard coming out of the backfield. Uh, getting into my second guy, I actually have Damian Williams. 
uh, Kansas City Chiefs running back, you know, who started the season as the third string, but he's really emerged as a, a top-tier running back just because of injuries and, you know, the of course what happened to Kareem Hunt. So I uh, expect him to have a great performance against Seattle, even though it is in Seattle and it's a really tough place to play. Having Patrick Mahomes as your QB always keeps the defense uh, on their heels. Um, uh, this guy can – Patrick Mahomes really helps out running backs. You know, they throw it to them out of the backfield. Uh, gives them great opportunity in the red zone because the Chiefs have proved that they can they can also throw in the red zone. So that keeps the secondary off the line and they can't really stack the box against the running game, which is exactly what happened uh, against uh, the Chargers who they played last week when he uh, scored two touchdowns and uh, put up 123 scrimmage yards, which was a terrific performance. And I don't expect Spencer Ware to come back and uh, take this position from Damian Williams. So I expect him to have a, a really good week, uh, especially since it's you know, getting into that championship week of fantasy football. Yeah, as we know very well, as, uh, Mr. Schwartz has not let us forget the fact he is in our student-teacher uh, fantasy league championship. So my final stardom for the week, uh, Robbie Anderson, wide receiver for the New York Jets. Um, he's starting to look like he did last season. He had a great year last year, and this week he plays a Packers team that has allowed the second-most reception touchdowns to wide receivers all year. Robbie Anderson has started to kind of connect with Sam Darnold a little bit, which they weren't doing early in the year. He was very tragic early in the year with his performances, but now they also take on – the Packers have also allowed the uh, fourth-most fantasy points per game to wide receivers, and they have no stud defensive backs, which I've mentioned in past weeks about the Packers. So I think Robbie Anderson has great deep play potential this week, and I think he could break out and have a game north of 20 or about just at 20 this week. So if you're looking for a wide receiver to play, Robbie Anderson I think is a great play this week. Yeah, he had a terrific game Saturday against uh, the Texans, uh, which was very surprising because that was actually a close game. I expected it to be a blowout. The Jets actually looked pretty good on offense. Uh, finishing it off with my last person, I have Amari Cooper uh, of the Dallas Cowboys, of course. Uh, they got shut out last week, which was probably one of the biggest surprises in Week 15 because no one was expecting the Colts' defense to actually have a terrific performance in which they did. You know, guys like uh, Zeke and, you know, this offense was uh, looking like it was going to keep rolling, but it actually hit a bit of a speed bump. But I don't expect that to continue as they're going up against Tampa Bay, who, you know, has been – inconsistent at best you know they they uh they've really struggled this year against passing and Amari Cooper has really uh benefited from being on the Cowboys uh I would say that last week was Amari Cooper's worst performance uh which wasn't entirely his fault it's not like the team did well the team did pretty bad uh overall on offense uh so I expect him to have a real bounce back week and you know at home against Tampa Bay that's a terrific uh, opportunity for uh, some high fantasy points. So, you know, we can just go ahead and get right into your uh, sit-ems, Ian. Uh, yeah, I'm going to start us off with Adrian Peterson, running back for the Washington Redskins. He's having a nice season for his age, as everyone's pretty much aware at this point, especially in this area. But this this week they play the Titans team, who has pretty nice run defense. Adrian Peterson, obviously, he's a little older, so at week 16 in the season, you know he's starting to get tired out a little bit. Um... They, the Titans have allowed the second-most rushing touchdowns to running backs, and they're the only team to allow not a single reception touchdowns to running backs either. And even though Adrian Peterson isn't a huge reception back um, out of the backfield, it is still something that you need to keep, keep into consideration, saying he's probably not going to get a lot of protection out of the reception category. Um, they've uh, The Titans have also allowed the second-lowest total fantasy points per game to running backs. So Peterson looks like a really shaky play this week. I know he's barely projected double digits in ESPN leagues as I have him in a couple leagues but um, 
Adrian Peterson, I think, is going to struggle this week, especially with just his age and the fact that they're this deep into the season. Um, I think maybe his uh, age is catching up with him a little bit and that he's going to slow down a little bit. And the Redskins are most likely going to be behind, obviously, on like their four-string quarterbacks. So um, the Titans team that is borderline playoff, maybe at this point, um, it's going to be interesting to see how that playoff picture plays out. But Adrian Peterson not looking like a good play this week. Yeah, as I was watching that game against the Jaguars uh, this week, they mentioned that Adrian P- Peterson had the most negative rushing rush attempts this year, uh, which is uh, not a good stat to be number one in. Mm-mm. So getting into my first guy, uh, being a Panthers fan, this breaks my heart. Uh, DJ Moore is going on to the Sidhams, uh, looking like he was going to have a pretty good uh, rookie campaign and keep the consistency as he started to get more snaps. He started to have a better year. But last week was a... Uh, a real speed bump, if you if you want to put it that way. Uh, he only racked up 12 receiving yards, and he had a 22-yard rush. But at the end of that 22-yard rush, he was not protecting the ball, and it got uh, stripped out. So, you know, not a not a good f- performance. And especially now that they're down to their backup QB, because uh, Cam Newton is done for the rest of the year, as I think they are resting his shoulder that he's been playing with injured all year. So don't expect DJ Moore to have uh, a bounce-back week. Even though it is Atlanta and they are at home, it's not looking like a, a good a good matchup for uh, for any Panthers player, in fact, except for maybe Christian McCaffrey, if he can find a way to get in the end zone or, you know, in PPR, it gets a lot of receptions. So uh, don't expect DJ Moore to have a good week and uh, try to find someone else on the waiver wire if you can. Yeah, I mean, Christian McCaffrey's just such a workhorse back for Carolina. I think you have to start him no matter what, and he's just going to get force-fed. So he's going to keep up uh, point potential. Uh, secondly, I have Ken- Kenny Galladay. Yeah, I've got that right. Galladay. Um, he had some recent struggles. Uh, he finally broke out last week with uh, 21.6 fantasy points. Um, the Lions obviously traded away. Or, no, sorry, Marvin Jones got injured, and they traded away Golden Tate to the Eagles. So Gall- Galladay kind of stepped in as the feature-wide receiver there, as someone they w- kind of wanted to build their future around. He had a, He's kind of shined for them in a few past weeks, but he'd struggled recently, and this week it doesn't look like it's going to get a lot easier. They play a Vikings team. It's tied for the second lowest reception touchdowns to wide receivers and the second lowest fantasy points per game to wide receivers as well. The Vikings are really good against quarterbacks, and Matthew Stafford has struggled a lot of this season, so I can't really see him being that productive against a Vikings team that um, has been stout against wide rec- or quarterbacks all year and not even much better or not much friendlier to wide receivers. So Kenny Galladay is not a solid play this week, especially with no real running back threat. I think it's not looking too good for Kenny Galladay, especially against... Um, Xavier Rhodes. Yeah, Kieran Johnson done for the year. He's on the IR, and I don't think there's even a chance that the Lions make the playoffs anymore. So it's looking like uh, they're not going to be having any good fantasy players coming out of uh, Detroit. Uh, getting into my second sit, I have Leonard Fournette of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, I picked. Him, I have him in a couple leagues, and he's been a real disappointment. You know, uh, a lot of hype around him this year. A lot of hype around the Jaguars. He comes out, gets the hamstring injury, starts to come back, has a uh, a couple good weeks, and then the lack of a quarterback in the Jacksonville system has really hurt Leonard Fournette's fantasy stock, as he's just not as teams are able to stack the box against him, and he's just unable to uh, get space or uh, any room to run. In fact, so the only touchdown the Jaguars had last week was a return touchdown, which was very lucky for them because they would have gotten blown out by a Redskins team that doesn't have a QB. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's just not looking good for Leonard Fournette, especially this week. And he's also dealing with a foot uh, injury going to Miami, uh, which isn't actually which isn't the greatest field, so it doesn't really help 
you know, like ankles or feet or anything like that because it really gets torn up uh, mid-game. So I do not expect Leonard Fournette to have a good week at all and uh, definitely try to find someone else. There's plenty of other running backs in there and there's plenty uh, of emerging guys as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, had, talking about that Miami game a little bit, um, I have Kenyon Drake and Kalen Ballage, uh, running backs for the Miami Dolphins. They're kind of uh, packaged together here. Ballage emer- emerged last game with 19.1 fantasy points, and Drake is still probably the feature back there, so I'm also throwing him in a little bit. Uh, they play the Jags team that is a stout rushing defense and only one reception touchdown to running backs all year, and Kenyon Drake uh, gets a lot of receptions out of the backfield. Kalen Ballage is more focused as a... Um, running back, and I think Kenyon Drake's going to be more of like a passing back for them here in the future, but they've allowed, either way, they've allowed the fifth lowest total fantasy points per game to running backs, and that's total, obviously, so keep that in mind. So that number's split in half, especially with Kenyon Drake and Kalen uh, Ballage uh, splitting these carries now, so it's going to be interesting to see this week who really gets the nod from uh, the Dolphins' uh, head coach and who's going to re- really be the feature back there, and against the Jaguars defense, you really don't want to test that out, and you don't really want to guess with who's going to be the feature back. Yeah, that defense has been pretty solid each uh, each week, uh, especially since they have to try to keep it close because their offense just is not doing well at all. Uh, finishing it off with my last uh, sit I have Julian Edelman. Uh, he's going up against a Buffalo defense that has been uh, pretty uh, very good this year ever since they fired their D coordinator earlier in, earlier in the season. Uh, and, you know, I think the last matchup they had was a Thursday night game, and the Patriots were uh, embarrassed in the first half, and I think they ended up pulling it out in the second half. But this Patriots team is just full of nobodies. Uh, Random guys will come in and get a touchdown, so you really don't know who. You can't really key in on a fantasy player on the Patriots offense besides Tom Brady and, uh, before this year, Rob Gronkowski. But this year has just been very inconsistent. You know, like uh, Chris Hogan catches a 60-yard touchdown. I believe that was his only catch of the day. So you have to get lucky and – and start him because uh, Julian Edelman did lead the team did lead the team in receptions and touchdown uh, sorry and uh, yards uh, last week. But uh, touchdowns are a big part of fantasy, and you really don't know who's going to get it because guys like Rex Burkhead come in and uh, can catch it out of the backfield. You know, possibly get into the end zone. James White. You really just don't know who's getting the uh, who's going to get the touchdown, who's going to get the receptions, who's going to get the touches. Uh, so if I were you, the only one I could could consider starting is Tom Brady. So we just go ahead and finish it off with your waiver wire, and then I'll get right into the, the sum of the fantasy. Yeah, so um, one of my waiver wire pickups, actually the guy I told you to sit this week, is Kalen Ballage. Uh, 12 carries for 123 yards and a touchdown, which is a really nice stat line when you look at it. Um, he was only owned in 15% of ESPN leagues, and he's an insane find on the waiver wire at this point, especially heading into championship week. He's a solid. He's definitely a solid flex play in my opinion. Um, maybe not this week, obviously, as I already told you to sit him, but he's definitely a solid flex play with all the carries that he gets and maybe get a few receptions. You never know, but I think Kenyon Drake is going to steal a lot of those receptions and maybe take off a few carries, so I'd keep him at flex until we really see what happens in this Miami backfield, but go ahead and give him a uh, pickup off the wire this week. Uh, secondly, Jamal Williams, running back for the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Jones, out for the season on IR. Williams stepped in and dropped 19.7 points in Jones's absence, unfortunately for me is I did start Jones, and he put up .8 fantasy points in the small little bit that he played. Um, he, Joe, Williams has proven to be a solid player. He's another great flex find for the championship week. 57% ownership. I, I picked him up in uh, two leagues, I believe, and one of my waiver claims didn't go through. So hopefully I'll, I have him in two of my uh, championship games, which 
I think is going to benefit me a lot. I think this guy really has great potential, or he's got he's going to be a workhorse. And at a flex position, that's a great find, especially matched up with my other running backs like Chris Carson, Todd Gurley. So that's going to be a nice little complimentary piece there. Uh, lastly, I have Mike Williams, wide receiver on the Chargers. A monster Thursday night. 37 fantasy points. Keenan Allen left the game for a little bit with an injury, um, which led to Williams' monster night. If Allen, if um, Keenan Allen is unable to go, I think Williams' ceiling is absolutely massive, just like what he showed against the Chiefs on um, Thursday night with 37 points. What Wide receiver two at the moment, I think with great upside, and he only has 40% ownership. So go ahead and give him a pickup, even if you already have some good wide receivers. He could maybe even be a flex play for you if you uh, don't have another good running back or something like that to put in that spot. So go ahead and pick up Mike Williams off the wire this week, too, if you're looking for a uh, wide receiver. Yeah, I do believe Mike Williams is, uh, has really emerged in the last couple of weeks, especially with that, with that Chargers offense rolling. Uh, plus the absence of Melvin Gordon have given him the opportunity to get some more touches. Uh, just to you know, recap this week's fantasy, uh, Ian, unfortunately, you did lose in the two-week playoff to Mr. Schwartz, where he put up 315 points. It's a lot of points. <laughs> you put up 247. Uh, it was a lot closer at the end of last week. Uh, just some bad performances from guys like uh, Nick Chubb, who didn't really have any catches. Unfortunately. In a PPR league, that really hurts. Uh, so he only put up 10. You know, Allen Robinson did not have a good week. And, uh, of course, uh, I think his name's Jared Cook of the Raiders. Yep, Jerry Cook. Yeah. And then uh, on the other side, which was the uh, teacher versus teacher side, uh, Mr. Korn beat Mr. Eifler. Uh, Korn, even though he did have Drew Brees and Keenan Allen, still had a good enough first week to where his second week couldn't uh, cost him the the chance at a championship. So it's going to be Korn versus Schwartz. Uh, Schwartz's team looking real good, having Deshaun Watson, Christian McCaffrey, Gus Edwards, Hopkins, and Cooper, Ebron, and Hill, which is uh, – an insane team at the end of the year. Uh, some good, uh, nice to have Amari Cooper on the team, especially since Dallas has been rolling lately. Corn's got Drew Brees, who's had a bit of a down period, but Pittsburgh usually finds himself in shootouts just like uh, New Orleans does, so I expect a high-scoring game, which was surprising to see Pittsburgh didn't have a high-scoring game against New England. Uh, their offense did not look very good in that in that performance. Corn's uh, also got uh, Ezekiel Elliott, Adam Thielen, uh, and Jarvis Landry, which is... Uh, good, re- good receiving core. Good, good running back core. Uh, it's gonna right now. Schwartz is slated to uh, have an eight-point lead after the first half of this uh, two-week uh, playoff. Uh, unfortunately, we are playing in week 17. I did not see that in the settings. Yeah, but I'll make sure to change that going into next year. Uh, as I mentioned, I'm in the battle for last place <laughs> against Chaz, which is a bit uh, unfortunate, especially since Chaz has not set his lineup, and I just my team just underperformed last week unfortunately so thank you and uh tune in to hear the results of what happened in this uh in the championship